please sit comfortably. So, good morning everyone. Uh, the title of this talk today is The Rhythm of Life and it's focused on a rhythm of life which is very intimate to us, breathing. Been aware of our breathing perhaps more consciously over the last couple of hours. Um, to begin with, I hope um, that like me, when you meditate, um, that you enjoy breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's the experience we um, cultivate or come to um, through doing this practice. Um, for most people, and, and may I say to use uh, Joko's words, when you really focus in on breathing and you let go into just natural breathing, it is an ordinary wonder. Mm-hmm. And if you consider how essential it is to breathe for all us to be alive, every human being in this city today, every animal, every bird, every dog, every cat, every form of life is breathing, taking in oxygen to live. And that breathing is a process of um, uh, the, the inhalation and the exhalation, a kind of attention and release, tension and release, tension and release that's going on all the time, just like our pulse of our heart as well. Tension, release, tension, release. And um, basic Buddhist teachings, I hope I've got the pronunciation right, but the basic teaching of um, mindfulness of the breath in Buddhism is Anapanasati, Anapanasati Sutra. Fundamental teaching of the Buddha of the the, the benefit and the joy of just being with one's breath. And when you reflect on it, like there's 10 people sitting here today, this morning, just following their breath. And it's kind of a puzzlement, but not a puzzlement. That's why there's not a thousand people doing it today. You know? um, because to be able to stop and just be aware of the rhythm of breathing when you settle into it, it's such a joyful experience that makes you wonder why people don't stop to do it more often. But we kind of know why, and we know why we don't do it at, at times either, because we're, the mind is caught up in um, doing something more exciting, you know, reaching a goal, getting some kind of pleasure or excitement or achievement out of something, and um, we, we forget to pause you know, and just be with our breath. And we know from our own personal experience, we know from Buddhist teachings, we know from scientific evidence of how important our breathing is in our physical health and our mental health, one might even say spiritual health for that matter as well. When we breathe in sazen, um, medical statements say that the, the average rate of breath for a person at rest is, it's not a number, it's a range. And that range is anywhere from 12 to 20 breaths per minute, depending on the person. Um, you may or not have noticed, but as you 
breathe in Sazen and you just sit still and quiet, your breathing rate will probably go down 50%, maybe even even lower than that. But it usually drops by about 50% after a quarter of an hour, half an hour, whatever it might be. So there's a slowing down process that naturally occurs. Um, and some people say, and I've had the experience sometimes too in session, that you feel like you're not breathing at all. Um, in fact, you must be breathing, you know, otherwise you, you wouldn't be alive. Um, but it seems so um, refined and so light that it's almost like you're not breathing at all, but you must be. Um, I read in a Buddhist book the other day that a, a Buddhist nun said that it's part of the, the Buddhist teachings that um, uh, someone who's very advanced in practice can actually um, be conscious without breathing and that this is the pathway to um, nirvana, you know, like the ultimate teaching. Um, I really doubt whether that is true. Um, we all need oxygen for our brains to stay conscious. But what people are speaking to, there is this sense um, when you're in a very deep samadhi state that it's almost imperceptible. And it's like your mind and your body is quietened down to such a degree that the amount of oxygen you need must be very, very minimal. And there's a, a quietness that you experience. One of the things to consider uh, when we're following our breath is when you breathe in and your diaphragm is tensing, you know, stretching, there's a, there's a tension and then when you breathe out, there's a, there's a, a relaxation. And I think what's in really, really important to be aware of, as I was suggesting, in the talk I gave um, last Tuesday on the gentle art of pausing, that when you breathe out, it is a, it's a complete relaxation before you breathe in again. And I think where people get their, the rhythm messed up, either in meditation or in everyday life, is that when they're breathing out, they're not really fully relaxing into that empty space. Right? So there's tension there building up all the time. I think the art of breathing is that when, when you breathe out, it's like just a complete letting go and relaxation into that experience. And then you just wait until the next breath wants to come back in again. There's no forcing of anything. There's no trying to do it. It's just a complete relaxation into the whole mind-body as you breathe out, and then you just let it arise. But when we're aware of breathing, people often reduce it to a technique. This is a technique that you use to develop calmness or whatever. But really when you connect in with your experience of breathing, you're connecting into the essence of what life is, what, what, what existence is. And um, you're connecting into the, to the rhythm of life. Like so life has all various different rhythms that you can look at. Um, there, is the, there is the rhythm of night and day, 
right? So in the day it's kind of exciting, sunlight, sparkling, energetic, and then when the darkness comes, everything calms down, everything cools down, and then it starts again, you know, night follows day. So there's a repetition going through things all the time. Same with the seasons, you know, everything is energetic and comes to life in spring. And then when winter comes, everything dies off, goes into a pause again, and then spring comes. So everything is a rhythm. Mm -hmm. And even life and death in itself is a rhythm. You know, when we're actually, you know, alive in this body, there's an energy to it and, and doing. And then some, some point in the future, uh, we die. That energy pauses for a moment and then it finds another form. I'm not saying we become reincarnated, but the energy finds another form. The energy goes somewhere into the soil or the, or the, um, into another life form in some way. And so when we, when we, when we really stay intimate with that rhythm of life, that pulsing on, off, on, off, in, out, in, out. Um, I don't want it to sound too spiritual or too zeny, but we, we are one with the rhythm of life. We're one with the universe, with the essence of the universe when we're in touch with that breathing. So it's not a matter of, you can look at it from a, a, a simple step-by-step -step practice point of view. Well, if you do breathing, it'll be good for you and it'll calm you, you know, or um, it'll be good for your health or it'll be good for your emotional regulation. Yes, all those things are true. But the more intimate way of understanding it is that when you're just there with the in-breath and the out-breath, it's like the whole universe is breathing in and out. I'm breathing in and out and the whole universe is breathing in and out. And there's this rhythm, this repetitious rhythm that just keeps going on and on and on and on. And it's, the fundam it's fundamental to our existence. Mm -hmm. But people get so caught up in their worldly life so much, they're not aware of it. They're not aware of it as a kind of a, a backbeat you know, to the music of their life. And so it's like there's no, there's no appreciation of that fundamental essence which is there. And when we lose touch with that, um, that's where all the, the grasping, aversion, the desire for something else starts to kick in. You know, it's like getting to the next thing, the next thing, that's the next thing, um, rather than just being with that experience. So pausing as we breathe out, um, stopping, pausing, resting, relaxing as we breathe out is, is so important to that rhythmic um, process occurring all the time. One of the things that gets in the way of the rhythm of breathing is what you might call fixations in the mind. Whenever we become fixated on something, we, we jam things up and we're not there with the rhythm, we're, we're stuck on something. And we can, there's many things we get stuck on um, and they're often very conceptual in nature. And simple things we get stuck on is right and wrong, for example. 
or holding on to material possessions or holding on to people and holding on to relationships. With fixation, there's always this holding quality to it. And as soon as we're holding onto something, we're not there with the rhythm of life. The rhythm of life is something which is always moving. Everything is always moving in life. Right? So the, as soon as we try to fixate, we're out of step with that movement. There's a conflict which is there. And one way of understanding Zen practice is you resolve the conflict. If there's no fixation in the mind, no attachment to anything, you're just simply there with that rhythm coming and going all of the time. It's the fixation which is the, which is the enemy to that. Now finally, when, when, when you practice Zazen, Shikantaza, or any kind of Buddhist meditation, and you spend minutes and hours and even weeks just being with the rhythm of life coming and going, um, then you bring that back into your everyday life. And if I can use a, um, a musical metaphor, when you're kind of aware of that in the background, it's kind of like you're aware of the metronome, you know, with an instrument, it's like coming backwards and forwards, like to, to keep in time like that. It's going on in the background all the time until that kind of rhythm becomes something which is intuitive. You don't have to sort of consciously think about it so much all the time. But it's like the melody of your life that you're playing out, whatever that might be, writing a PhD thesis or swimming or sailing or whatever it might be, talking. It's like you've got that metronome just going in the background and the timing going in the background. And then there's the melody and all the richness which goes along with that as well. But if you don't get the timing right in music, everything else is out that's so fundamental. And if you don't stay, if you're not there with that, that natural rhythm of your life in the background, then your life tends to get disordered and, and uh, conflicts arise and struggling arises and suffering arises. So to go back to the Buddha's fundamental teaching, I'm not very good on Buddhist studies, but... Anapanasati Sutra, awareness of the breath, mindfulness of the breath, um, is a very simple teaching, but it's at the fundamental, it's at the, the essence of what um, meditation practice is. And in summary, um, it's important not just to see it as a technique, but more intimately is to see it as the expression of life itself. Thank you.